This is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. My name is Point Blanky Vumbi. I know my voice sounds rather deep, but I have literally been in concert mode a couple of hours back. I'm actually just waking up from six hours of sleep, much needed sleep. And that which has just happened was I did my a virtual concert. I think it's the second virtual live activity I've done outside of the Sunday Cruise show that I host, of which I do the Sunday Cruise show every Sunday. But this is, I'd say, the third venture into uh online concert doing and to have actually brands back that which we were doing is one of the most top-notch things i've ever experienced i mean for example the event i did was an event called playback now a year ago around the time that was august we had this gig called playback and playback the whole angle behind it was to have a concert that throwback music and old school music gets to be in the forefront and the two gentlemen, DJ Pena and DJ Nijo, who are considered the throwback kings, I'm glad they allowed me to be the vocal piece and the voice that speaks to their audience. And to have that kind of freedom in translation of that which they expect of me is one of the biggest gifts I've ever been given. And I can't thank these guys enough for taking a chance on a guy. And when you have some of your other talents moonlight and end up becoming so prevalent that some of the things you are normally known for start going into the background. It's a beautiful thing. And just abundant thanks and gratefulness to these guys. And I know I've been away for quite a bit and it actually is the theme for this particular episode because I've been having the most interesting uh, work experience during this hiatus. And this is the interesting thing about it. I have been haunted, if you will, for lack of a better word, been haunted by grand ideas that I could not wait to see come into fruition. And when I say that, I mean, I've been debating making some books come to life in the four years that have passed since something I wrote or illustrated was put out as a publication. In that period, I was working on quite a few other things. I remember when I said on this podcast that I suffered a meltdown because I was pushing so hard to get one of my commissioned uh, children's books finished and in the year plus I think it was a year and a half of working on that children's book I had every leap and bound of emotional journey just to make sure I make quality work and I gained better understanding of digital artwork I gained a better understanding of the use of color and the potential of experimenting with color, I gained a better comfort level, if you will, of making backgrounds come to life. I continue to better that in the different commissions I have currently, like some of the artwork I'm doing right now, outside of the nine to five animation work of which I still intend to make sure these things come to fruition as well. I have gained even more courage and comfort in that which I do, which is no small feat, I have to say. and. To get to the level where you're so comfortable with that which you're doing that you can see yourself doing it over and over again is not really looked at with the respect it deserves, I think. We are quick to judge ourselves very harshly in regards to what we're afraid of doing or what we're incapable of doing. I'd like you to know that I'm surprised that I have the chance, even the ability, if you will, to not only come into this room and speak to you guys, and have you reciprocate 
in kind by sharing the words that I speak to you with some of your friends and even venturing out into saying even that few moments that I speak that there are some things you find undeemed quotable. I am truly honored by that. And the haunting that I've been experiencing with the work is when you have for lack of a better way to put it, if you have my head on your shoulders, you'd have a hard time trying to stop yourself from doing the next thing. I've found ways to escape responsibility and I've found ways to escape the inevitable, but I feel sometimes it's important to charge towards it because I, I don't think if two or three of ladies you know, be they, you knew them relationship-wise or you knew them in attempts of courtship and they didn't go the way you wanted to or people who are just your friends if it reaches a level where all of them are saying they can't wait to see you be your full version of yourself and they're the ones telling you like you have got to embrace that which you're becoming when i hear these words it always brings me to damn near tears because it makes it sound as if I tend to cripple my own inevitability. And the crippling effect, I think, is born from being nervous about how I would be perceived or how I would be embraced or how I would be judged thereafter. And the weeks I've had, these months that I've had, where ideas that are so perfect to me are saying they're ready to go now has me excited. In the series I did recently of A Wrong Impression, of which I may add more information into that, but in that series, I came to accept something that it's my unlearning journey. And in this journey of unlearning, I see that we sometimes stifle ourselves or stop ourselves from being great by simply shooting ourselves in the foot way before somebody even provided you bullets. Think of it this way. We are quick to second guess that which we create. And I've been listening to quite a few people who are, I think, impactful members of the entertainment scene who no one really takes the time to listen to or look at. And that's writers. And writers were saying, you better be quicker to apologize than be quick to not do anything in the first place. We have reached a point where every person has an equal standing in regards to having their voice heard. Time immemorial, we've heard people say, we want equality, we want the chance for our voices to be heard, every last one of us. Thank heavens for the social medias and social networks that exist, where you could visually, verbally, and even in text, voice all your concerns, good or bad, depending on the recipient. That being a fact of life is something we have also turned into a weapon against ourselves. Because think of this, I'm describing how there are ideas I would like to see come to fruition, and the fears that would immediately come to my face are, but what if the people I'm trying to get these people to read this material, what if they don't embrace it? What if I make a drawing and somebody looks at it and says, yo, I've 
demystified something or have disrespected a certain uh, community or a certain peoples by making the visual that way what if a paragraph inside it is taken and not seen as a, a, a work of fiction and seen as this was a brutal attack towards a peoples that i probably have never even interacted with all these fears can easily make a person shelf an idea and i used to shelve a lot of ideas in my younger days and the whole shelving of them was because i did not enjoy much success in hopes of being loved by all who look at my work and little did i know that there's a blessing in disguise within that because no one is going to accept that which you tell them you are absolved of anything that would concern you thereafter that absolution is the silver lining that we're all looking for there's a concept that i've been sharing with at least two or three people who are by by just my gut instinct when i was sitting with these particular people when i said the story it felt okay to share it with these particular people i felt safe i felt i'd be protected i felt they wouldn't take advantage of me all these cards were in play and just the way they would react to certain pieces of that story first was excitement second is how they see it would potentially be better suited in different media and different platforms of which it's not something to be taken lightly or taken in a bad way it simply means that maybe there's a way to put it out faster and even better i still am trying to learn how to let some of my babies my ideal babies <laughs> take on different perceptions and different places in the world and when i think about all these amazing people i've been able to interact with who actually said i'm not scared of building from scratch the concert last night for example was built from scratch a conversation was had a team was put in place more people were brought into place who believed in the theme of that which we were trying to achieve which is make an impact and not just an impact but an, an impact that is memorable for the few or the many who will take the time to look at it even the people who didn't even get to look at it all these individuals across the planet we did it for them i'm happy i get to do certain things because never in my wildest dreams did i perceive it happening i may have had a clue or maybe had dreams that made me feel grandiose in that regard however when i get to actually stand in that position it changes everything and now even in the ways that i'm trying to continue making all that i am perfect i am loving this journey and even the distractions that occasionally pop up i'm loving all of it the 9 to 5 has been heavily affected by covid-19 because i have always loved the routine of having my 12 hours sitting in that corner on my desk and seeing as movements of people and how we work nowadays has completely shifted i am better adapting into how to pump as much energy and productivity into the few moments that we've been granted where we could actually move freely 
I want to milk every second of that which is there. And when my body feels it doesn't have the energy or the strength to do the next move, I will take the much needed break. I'm happier than I've been in a very long time. And it's not a happy that is euphoric and ecstatic and elated and over the moon. It's a happy of calm. Because I feel very, very composed in everything I'm going towards right now. And you'd expect that probably this would be like substance-induced, but it's not. It's always been looked at as a bad thing when you're constantly looking internally to better know the person inside. I think European comic books have always had this one great theme where they try as much as possible to venture into the soul of the man or the woman or the society. I think further east when it comes to Korea and Japan and manga and all these great creations, the internalization of a person's gifts makes him capable of putting things out. And when it comes to the creation of mangas, I mean, when I heard about mangas and how much material is put out in a week and the team that is put in place to make sure that the work comes to life, I am yet to even debate putting a team together because I think I need to be in a better position my current thinking still is, of which I'm sure it'll reach a point where I will, I will make a different take on it. So I always leave that option open. I believe it would be of greater service to young creators and young talents if when I come forth and I ask them to be a part of that which I'm putting together, I'm able to not only have them have a stake in it, but also have them compensated accordingly that's the greatest lesson i've learned in the last 10 years the people i work with on the nine to five bestowed upon me probably the greatest gift ever and that gift was allowing me literally that they allowed me to be me they i believe nurtured my different skill sets and my different mindsets and my different capabilities and they nurtured it to have that which was most important which was the balance of productivity in commerce it's not easy to monetize art especially if it's art you want to turn into commercial success in the quickest way possible it's easy to make something that can be replicated but it's different when the guy you're talking to who gets where you're coming from, completely gets where you're coming from, but knows that that which is being put together demands being treated with the right amount of energy and the right amount of creativity. We all want to make commercial work as artists that is the best of all time. Only way you get that is if we sink deeper into that which is our creative mind. Unfortunately, sometimes that journey takes longer than a deadline. It's the painful fact that I've come to accept. So I try as much as possible to improve the circumstances leading to that which is being made. And I'm proud of this fact. And as I continue to do it and, and I continue to better know myself, I am happier and happier with the end results. I never in the, my wildest imaginations thought that I'd be 35 years old 
working his dream job from the moment I got into commercial work and have my other talents moonlight and still be equally as impactful. It's the best feeling in the world. And I feel you also have the ability to do that should you choose to find it. A friend of mine told me last Sunday that the best thing he did for himself is quit his job. Now this is COVID time, so downsizing was already happening, but this guy consciously said, I'm quitting my job, handed in his letter and left. Upon him doing so, he ended up making even more of his creative side come to life and come to shine. Stories like those have always made me happy. And whenever they come from people I've known for decades, it makes me happier. Two or three of my very, very valued friends from very long ago, who I still have in my life, have had some very life-changing experiences. And in these life-changing experiences, they've all joined me on this path of beginning their wolf journey. They've began looking internally to know themselves before anything else happens. I was told that upon the dawning of this, which is, I believe, the third millennium, the level of curiosity of mankind about spirit and how the energy of self impacts everything, living or otherwise. It's the reason why we're constantly questioning spirituality, faith, religion, and all these structures that exist. And add that to being a person whose entire appearance was stigmatized. And when it was stigmatized, it was weaponized to make another successful and thrive. Now imagine being freed of that, but the metaphor still standing that you're still enslaved and caged. And you need, you totally need to charge forward, but nothing is letting you charge forward. And then you find your personal freedom that tells you like, yo, as long as you take care of yourself and you let these that haunt you, that know that their time is now, let them come forth. I can't wait to see the next thing I draw. I can't wait to see what my next artistic creations will do to the world. I do know that for me, I'm excited. And my excitement is, <sighs> you'll see, you'll see. I'm continuing to work on the next two comic books that have owned the world forever. I'm grateful for my partners with these particular books in regards to what they have accepted for me to do and what they've accepted for me to actually keep sketching towards. And hopefully when you guys get to see the material after the fact, you will see the growth that has happened in that four-year period while I was away. And to all young illustrators, creator minds, and all who are playing in the creativity industry, be Caesar or be nothing at all. Take great care of yourselves. Thank you for constantly supporting this podcast and venturing into listening to even older episodes as we go along. More will follow. Until next time. Oh no.